Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 85. It's Monday night, November 1st, 2020-21. Thank you for listening. Who's here tonight? It's just you and me, Bo. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Doing all right, man. Hanging in there. Ready to talk some hoops, hang out. Brian's off tonight. He's at the game. The actually just ended. The uh, Grizzlies beat the Denver Nuggets tonight. That's a big you win. Should, you should send him a Zoom link. See if he'll zoom in. Nah, not gonna bother him. He's having a good time. But uh, good win for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Let's see. Tonight, what are we going to do? We're going to talk uh, some news. Halloween was this weekend. See what happened with Bo and uh, all his kids on Halloween night. Anything spooky happened. Um, yeah. Talk some hoops and hang out. Visit our website, houseofhoops.com. That's H-A-U-S of hoops.com. There you can find all of our episodes, our shop, and links to our social media. Everything you need to know about House of Hoops is right there on the website. We hope you enjoy tonight. It's kind of a spooky intro this week. I like it. enough of that huh <laughs> what's going on Bo how are what's you what's up I like so who, who composed that score that's another Houseman original it's pretty good <laughs> yeah every uh, track is an evolution just trying to get better you know take my yeah. game to the next level every week Week two in the NBA in the books. Halloween was this weekend. What'd you do for Halloween? Uh, we got together with some folks in the neighborhood and hit a bunch of houses in the neighborhood, and the kids cleaned house. Yeah. They got a lot of candy. Do you have to hide some? Yeah, we just... I don't leave it out. I put it away because they'll get into it. Mm-hmm. They crashed hard last night. Good. So, like, what else happened last week? Had, uh, I turned 40. You had a birthday. Yeah. That was Tuesday, right? It was. Well, happy birthday, Bo. Bit Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. I'm sure I texted you. I, texted. I think you did, yeah, absolutely. Sure, sure. Did you do anything special for your birthday, Bo? Tuesday was pretty mellow. It was... You know, school night. 
open gifts with the kids. The kids made me little gifts. And then we had a like a outdoor gathering here Saturday with some friends and neighbors. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was really fun. Yeah, we got Indian food, shared that with everybody. It was good. Yeah. Got a keg of beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. What kind of beer did you put in there? I got a, a Surly Citra IPA. It's like four and a half percent alcohol. It's just kind of a easy drinking beer. Yeah. You know, it's not going to get, get you too wasted, but you're going to have a good time. Yeah. Drink plenty of it. There you go. It's like a milestone birthday. I guess it is. Yeah. Does your age bother you? Do you think about it? Not really. Yeah. You know, I was 39 just last week. So what's the difference? I don't know. Time's just going by. I mean, it is. It's a little weird. Yeah. You know, in 10 years, like when you're 30, in 10 years, you'll be 40. And when you're 40, 10 years, you'll be 50. Yeah. That's kind of how I think about it. Your uh, mortality. I think about it all the time. Yeah, man. It's weird. Yeah. I start thinking about how many years I've left on my mortgage, and I'm like, how old am I going to be? And then how many years do I think I'm going to live past that? I know. We just refied our mortgage, so we refied to a 30. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we now have a 32-year mortgage or 33 years. Yeah, you might. Never going to go away. Yeah, I mean, some people just have a mortgage their whole lives, and then they die, and they never actually own it. It's a weird way of doing things, I guess. I don't know. What's better to have the cash now, like, or to pay, like, rush and pay off a house? And then, uh, I don't know. Well, it depends on several factors. Like, our interest rate is 2.6. So, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a better interest rate on what we have left on our mortgage. So, you, you might as well put that money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's kind of how I look at it. For some reason, I always feel like I'm in a rush to pay the house off because I want to like be clear of it. It would be nice to have that that cash, I guess. But you still got to pay taxes and all that junk. So I know it still comes up to like four or five hundred dollars a month in like taxes and utilities and shit. Yes, it's like fuck, man. <laughs> You're never actually free of anything. No, no, not even close. So what else you been up to this week? I went to a major league soccer game yesterday. It was super fun. Those games are awesome. Yeah, you like going to those. You would like it too. Probably. Anything to report from the game? The Minnesota United, the Loons, they're fighting for a playoff spot. And they have one more game left. And they're kind of at the end of the standings as far as playoff standings go. And so a couple of things have to happen for them to make it in. So, you know, we'll just, we'll see. But they won 2-1. It was okay. a, it was a good match, as they say. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, man, you'll have to come up and come, up, come to a game. It's really fun. You can walk to the stadium. I probably said that before on the show, but mm-hmm. you can walk to the stadium from the house. It's really fun. I'd like to. It'd be nice to have that kind of time and freedom to just do things. Not right now. It's not happening. 
I can't do shit. What about you? What have you been up to? How's your week? Uh, busy, man. Just I've been I've worked every day since we recorded, and I'm gonna work okay. every day until Saturday. I think. Me and our good buddy Evan are gonna go play some golf Saturday, so I took off. But uh, it's a lot of days in a row. Till then, it's kind of a struggle this week, this weekend, and this week to watch much basketball. But I watched as much as I could. I definitely watched the pick game. I've been watching some Grizzlies games. I watched uh, the Grizz tonight. It's a fun game. Good to see the win. There's yeah, an- that's good. There's another game starting up right now that I have on that I'm going to halfway watch while we do this. Oklahoma's playing the Clippers, the late game. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you're going to watch that. Yeah, I got it on. It's interesting. I don't know much about Oklahoma, so it'll kind of be a, a – it'll be a lot of – who's that? <laughs> they beat the the LeBron Jamesless Lakers. Yeah. As I said, the LeBron Jamesless Lakers suck. There's been <laughs> – they've won games without them too. Well, sure, but – they're no better than a 500 team. There's been some surprises in the uh, standings. We could talk about that in a minute. But uh, this week I was thinking about, uh, you remember that old Dave Chappelle skit where he's Prince and they're playing basketball? Yeah, of course. Of course. What do you mean, do I remember that? <laughs> Did I think about that this morning? Yes. <laughs> well, he kind of looks like Ja Morant if you go back and watch that scene. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> With the long that's hair. Fun. That's funny. And I've been thinking about, like, what if Ja Morant talked like Prince? And every game, he's like, hold on, you can't start the game till Prince is ready. <laughs> and he's putting his hair up. And he's, uh, everything revolves around Prince, you know, like, a, like the show can't start until Prince is ready. And Ja Morant's prince i've been thinking about that a lot that's really funny just watching the game and picturing john morant like as prince but like dave chappelle as prince <laughs> let's see what else i uh, d- dude uh i was watching this movie this weekend and uh on some downtime you know after work one night just chilling out and uh do you ever wonder or do you ever feel like Anthony Edwards of the Timberwolves that his name sounds familiar? Do you ever feel like I mean, I've heard that name before, but you just can't place it? You know, I have not had that feeling. Well, I was watching Top Gun, just okay. hanging out, you know, love that movie. And, uh, you know, fucking Goose? Yes. That's the actor's yeah. name that played Goose is Anthony Edwards. Huh. Have you figured it out, Bo? Well, now I've figured it out. You told me. Well, who's the best pilot? <laughs> I don't know. Can we nickname, can we like give Anthony Edwards the nickname Goose? Is that possible? I think, I, I don't see it. Well, we can, we can do whatever we want, whether it'll take off as another thing. Oh, no, it won't. <laughs> but we can just call him Goose. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else have I been doing besides working? Nobody wants to hear about work. Everybody works. 
I read a bunch of articles. I don't really want to go into it much, but I've been reading a bunch about the labor shortage in America and why it's learn? happening. It's been like uh, they're, they're, people are conducting investigations. There's like uh, some small sampling and asking around. There was an article in the Times this week about it, and it was just very interesting. Uh, pandemic fatigue. The wages thing definitely comes into play for a lot of people. Like they don't want to go back to working for low wages at high stress or long hour jobs with low pay. And then there's like uh, a lot of people in the service industry, bartenders and whatnot, complained about customers being like abnormally rude and and uh confrontational and a lot of that probably has to do with like masks enforcing mask wearing and things like that but i mean i see it the people are a little like edgy you know with the labor shortage like every every restaurant that i go to is shorthanded and orders aren't getting made right and food's not coming out looking like you're expecting or used to and Customers don't want to put up with that shit. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. It's just been a lot. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. And then you have uh, a lot of kids that had good jobs, like early 20s, mid-20s, had good jobs, and the pandemic and maybe like realizing that life is short, things like that. Um, they've quit these jobs that they totally hated working but paid well, and they're going and trying to do what they want to do or what makes them happy like chasing dreams and stuff imagine that mm -hmm. but they're not working while they do this so there's like a generation of parents that are allowing their kids to kind of whether they're supporting them financially or they're moving back in with their parents whatever it is there's a lot of parents that are kind of like sheltering these people that don't want to go to work so there's so many reasons why all these labor shortages are happening all at once it's kind of like the perfect storm and i think the pandemic has a lot to do with it all of these things so i, I, I don't know i've been reading a lot about that just okay. trying to understand all these different variables you know pretty interesting because i mean this stuff it affects me every day whether i'm at work or not it's like fuck I'm tired of like at a certain point you kind of have to look at when you're running a business do you want to shorten your hours at your business do you want to close for a day or do you want to run like smaller crews than you're maybe comfortable with to do the job that needs to get done or do you just work the hell out of these people till they just completely burn out What's the answer? Long term, long term, or short short term? I don't know. That's a tough decision. That's a tough spot to be in. I mean, burnout is real, and that's a lot of why there's a labor shortage in the first place. People got burned out, and then the pandemic hit, and it's like, shit. I was already burned out. So many things going on in the world right now, especially in America, and a lot of it stems back to the minimum wage the cost of living has gone up for decades and 
minimum wage has barely crept up at all. And uh, now everybody expects it to just jump from seven to 15, seven and a quarter, whatever it is, to 15. And it's like, you can't just jump it up like that. It has to be increased in small increments. And another thing people might not understand is, so if you're getting paid $15 an hour, it's costing more to produce whatever good that you're producing. These guys at the top that own these businesses, these CEOs and, you know, Fred Smith's of the world with FedEx and whatnot, they're not just going to accept making less money. They're just going to start raising the prices of these goods that you're getting paid more money to produce. So now you as the guy who's your guy or girl that's making $15 an hour, all of a sudden it costs twice as much for everything that you're going out and buying. All of a sudden your high wages don't add up to more money in the bank account, you know? I just think it's a yeah. it's a very complex and confusing situation. I just don't know if there's really a good answer to it. I think that it'd be very difficult for anybody to live off of less than $10 an hour. I mean, you have to imagine how many hours you have to put in 60 plus hours just to clear like maybe like $1,500 a, a month. That's tough. And that it's tough to work that many hours. I mean, and then it's not leaving you much time to do anything, especially like a high paced job. Like if you're working at Starbucks or something, where it's just go, go, go all the time at those kinds of places. Yeah. Mm. Putting in those kinds of hours. Shit, they probably wouldn't even let you work that many hours. Overtime, I don't think so. <laughs> you want to talk some hoops? Sure, yeah. That's why we're here. I guess. Let's get into some news then. All right. What did you see this week? Well, Brian's guy broke his or dislocated his wrist, Patrick Williams. Oh, his Bulls player. Yeah. So he's out like indefinitely, huh? For the season, yeah. Out for the season. So Woj said maybe he'll be back, but I doubt it. Yes, I saw a blurb about that story. It was uh, they were talking about Patrick Williams and uh, Kobe White being out, mm-hmm. and how that's kind of hampering their development of two of their what they consider young star players. The Bulls are so crazy. They got like five guards. They got Kobe White things, I guess, probably not as big of a deal. I don't know what they're going to do with Kobe White when he gets back from injury. Nobody else seems to know either. They're just rolling. Rolling with what they got. Sucks for Patrick Williams, man, right at the beginning of the season. I know it's crazy to see that news come out at this point in the season. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess on the line of injury, Zion's still out for like two to three more weeks. Yeah. So was it reevaluation in two or three weeks? Yeah, I think so. I wonder how much of that is him being out of shape or if he's just still healing. Probably both. Yeah, probably. Let's see. I saw some news. Okay. JJ Reddick is going to be joining ESPN. I saw that, yeah. As an NBA analyst. That's pretty cool. He seems excited. 
I think uh, that suits him well. Yes. He's already been kind of doing that podcast thing for a few years. I think it suits him. You think so? Yeah, I think he'll do good. Yeah. And he's a respected player. Mm-hmm. And whenever he, I've listened to him on a podcast or on radio or whatever, he's well well thought out and articulate and knows the game of basketball. I went to Duke. Yeah. So he's no dummy. Or at least, you know, he's, you could say at least played basketball in our Coach K. So he's... He's like uh, super chill and laid back. I think he's going to do really good. I think he's going to yeah. be fun to watch and listen to. I'll definitely be tuning in. What else was in the news? You sent a text something I was going to talk about or bring up. The Suns declined the, the option on Jalen Smith. Yeah. And that was... He's only been in the league for one year. They drafted him last year. Mm-hmm. Tenth overall pick. Yeah, they could have taken what Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, it's very bizarre. I guess they didn't like what they saw in like uh, summer league preseason. Well, and they're like approaching tax territory, so they didn't want to give it. Yeah, they're pinching pennies, which Phoenix is notorious for. Yeah, Sadiq Bay was another guy they could have had. I mean, they could have just taken R.J. Hampton. Not that he's really played, but Emmanuel quickly has been good. You know, it goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Desmond Bain, mm-hmm. my goodness. Tell me Bain wouldn't get minutes on that team. Yeah. they. Uh, I guess they, they're just admitting that they failed. <laughs> That's the story. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, we'll just move away from it. You got to think somebody will grab him. I think. It's a seven-footer. That... Well, he's still on the team, right? Yeah. They didn't cut him. No, they didn't, they didn't wave him, but they're essentially waving the white flag, like, come and get yeah, him. He's going to be unrestricted. No, they didn't cut him. He'll be there. But the way the story read was that they were just, like, going to halt development. I don't know. Maybe they sent him to the G League. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I noticed... And I actually saw C.J. McCollum tweet about it tonight. Okay. I noticed, uh, I don't know how, uh, we never talked about this, or maybe I missed it or what, but Spalding lost their contract with the NBA for the basketballs. Oh, yeah, they have a new basketball this year, huh? Yeah. I just noticed, like, the other day. I was like, the basketballs say Wilson on them. They took over as the manufacturer of the NBA official ball. For the 2021-22 season. Spalding has manufactured the ball for the last 37 years. Which followed Wilson's run for the NBA's first 37 years. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that, that is. So the original Wilson ball is nothing like the Spalding ball. They had to essentially like create a whole new ball. They were trying to do this during the pandemic sending out like test samples and then like trying to track people down to get feedback for people that were testing the ball. They had input from over 300 players. And from what I understand, there were five iterations of the ball. Some weren't as popular, but yeah, they've just been testing and testing (laughs) shipping basketballs, checking in with testers. It sounds like 
pretty nightmarish, really, for the company. And I guess CJ McCollum had said something about like players are adjusting to the new ball still. I forgot exactly what his tweet said. So Chris Mannix tweeted, CJ McCollum, the president of the NBPA, yeah. suggested players are still adjusting to the new Wilson basketball. Says he will discuss it with players this week and get feedback on the ball. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that they could end up getting a new ball or what. And then CJ quoted that tweet saying, it's not the ball's fault I missed shots, LOL. That's the shooter's fault, for the record. <laughs> I think he's just playing around a little bit. <laughs> well, and Dame is not shooting good either. Right. Dame is shooting horribly, especially on the road. Hard to imagine if it's the ball or if, you know, guys are just rusty. It's the Billups effect. <laughs> Well, they did do a new ball back in 07, that synthetic ball. Was it 07? Right. Yeah, that was like a disaster. That was a weird ball. Did they finish the year out with that ball? No, they switched back. Yeah, the uh, microfiber ball. Yeah. It was like, I, I still like would love to get my hands on one of those. I looked after they stopped using it if I could find one on eBay. I never could. Yeah, I mean, they had hundreds of thousands of those things. They had to, yeah. They just destroyed them all. <laughs> I would love to have one of those. I mean, that was back when Steve Nash was still playing, and he was always complaining that the, he was like one of the front guys to complaining about the ball. It was like tearing up his fingers and shit. He had to like tape his fingertips because <laughs> the ball was tearing up his hands. Yeah, so how did we miss that? We might have talked about it last year. Like in the news at some point. I, th I think we missed it entirely. Forgot. I don't know. <laughs> what else is in the news? That's kind of about it, really. What's up with this uh, Dallas Mavericks three-man leadership council? Have you heard of this? No, I, no, I did listen to Haralabob was on the NBA Daily our ESPN daily podcast last week, I think it was. And he was talking about the dysfunction in the Mavs organization. They're saying that the council is Luka Doncic, Christoph Porzingis and Tim Hardaway jr. Is that right? Okay. So it's like the, the players, there's three players that are leadership. I guess. And what say do they have? Like what the buffet is? <laughs> I guess a uh, well, there was a uh, there was a story that came out last week that was said the council was said to have urged Jason Kidd to give all fifteen active Dallas Mavericks players time in the Rockets game. So he played all fifteen players in the Rockets game. Are they just messing with Jason Kidd? <laughs> I wouldn't think so. And what, but why do they get to say what the coach does? I don't know. Jason Kidd, what is going on? The Mavericks did win that game, 116 to 106. Yeah, every player played. Nilakina, Josh Green, Trey Burke, 
I don't know. Maybe they just want to see if anybody can step up and play. I really don't understand it. Yeah, why do, Why are they deciding what the uh, rotations look like? Yeah. Jason Kidd has not elaborated much about the structure of the council or who was on it. We'll let the council stay the council, Kidd said. It's a communication thing. He uh, He goes, they wanted to do it. It's a cool thing. Let everybody play, I guess. Crazy. I think it maybe it was like a like a uh, team building type deal, you know? Like let's make the whole team stronger by letting everybody play. Let's get everybody involved in this game that against Houston, which we should win. Yeah. It's just such a weird thing. <laughs> I don't know. It led to all kinds of memes and jokes on Twitter. I know that. Hey, it's just a, a, a like a new way of trying to open up communication between players and management and coaching. You know, it's just something I, new they're trying. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move it on then. All right. Let's look at the standings real quick. Okay. There's been some kind of like surprises with who's winning games and not winning games early in the season. The Bulls are six and one. The Wizards are five and two. Now, some of this is strength of schedule. Uh, Pacers are two and six. Celtics, two and five. Bucks, three and four. This stuff will you would think naturally kind of work itself out to where teams that are supposed to win will start winning. But great start for Bulls, Wizards, Raptors are five and three. What do you see that catches your eye here? Raptors five and three. I don't think that's going to be sustainable, but who knows? Mm -hmm. They got Nick Nurse. Yeah, the East standings are pretty interesting. The Wizards stand out. You'd think there'll be a course correction there, but but they've they've got some depth, so maybe not. They're three and zero at home, five hundred on the road. I think Brian's here. Let me see. I think Brian might be here. Hold on. All right. Let's go check. Look who decided to drop by. What is up? <laughs> Brian Clark's in the house. And sorry, sorry for the delay. And Bo has totally disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Going on break. <sighs> Man, we were just kind of talking about the standings a little bit. How crazy some of these yeah. uh, some of these teams. What up, have Brian? Gotten, yo, <laughs> some of these teams have gotten off to weird starts. Who's um? <laughs> How was the game? It was fun, man. <laughs> I mean, it was courtside. It was no incredible. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching you uh, standing up yelling on TV. <laughs> with, with no mask on. With your mask hanging off your ear. Here's the, um, so here how, here's how it works at FedEx Forum. Um, yeah. If you're sitting courtside and you're in the second row, mm-hmm. 
they will come by and tell you to put your mask on like 20 times. But if you're in the very first row, they will not say anything to you. You can wear not wear a mask the entire game. Okay. And so I assume they just knew that I'm that I'm poor. <laughs> and so they're like, Oh no, you have to wear a mask. <laughs> oh. You're probably not vaccinated. Yeah. You're you, poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I made a comment, I was like, Oh, uh, I mean I get it, the security guard's just like doing his job. Somebody's his appears are going, hey man, make sure everybody's wearing their masks. Yeah, tell them. Mm-hmm. I even said something. I was like, well, I guess if I'm if I'm one row closer, I don't have to wear it the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that to security? No, I said it was the guy next to me. The guy, oh. the guy was far enough away where I'd have to like yell at him to <laughs> for him to hear me. That's funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was good, good time, man. Go Grizz. Yeah. Uh, good win. Yeah, indeed. I'm assuming you guys already talked about the game. Not a little not. bit. Okay. I mean, we mentioned it. We didn't really talk about it much. Yeah. Uh, big big turnaround from uh, Saturday night's game. Yeah, I guess that's some momentum coming in. Yeah, I guess we, we play the Nuggets again at home on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back. Yeah. We'll see. It's not back-to-back, but it's a series or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Back-to-back home. With a, yeah. With yeah. a day off. Is that where Hollinger's in town for that? I don't know. See the Nuggets twice? He tweeted a picture from the game, mm-hmm. and he looked like he was sitting like center court. Oh yeah, but uh, I guess he was there. I don't know. Yeah, he, no, he was sitting like with the media. Oh okay. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, I could. I picked him out pretty easily. He's he's a <laughs> he's just a pale fellow, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fun. Basketball game. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I'm um, going to go Wednesday night. There you go. No, nice. not really. Oh, That's you should. cool. I can't find a single ticket where I want to sit. Mm. I'd have to go with somebody. <laughs> I think I'm off Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. You want to pay 150 for a ticket? Mm. <laughs> We're going to... I'm not going unless I can sit right behind the Grizzlies bench. Yeah. <laughs> tell me uh, when you go. Tell me what you think of. Uh, tell me what you think of Compazzo. Yeah, I thought he'd be. I thought like in person he'd be bigger. Oh yeah. Why he's not? <laughs> <laughs> he looks. Uh, he looks like if Bo played it played in the NBA. <laughs> he looks like he. <laughs> It looks like he's definitely spent some time in a, like a Catholic league somewhere. Well, he's 30 years old, so he's definitely mm-hmm. younger. But, he's yeah, he's 5'10", <laughs> dude. <laughs> we were talking about earlier, Bo turned 40 this week. He's in an old man club. Yep. How's it feel, Bo? About the same. Gotcha. Same as yesterday, but. Yeah. Different from 35. I suppose. I don't know. 35. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Composite's 30. It's yeah. a young guy. And he weighs about 195. Is that how much you weigh, Brian? I feel like you and Composo are probably the same size. Thereabouts. Like 185. 185? Probably. I lost some weight oh, during okay. the pandemic. That's right. Stress, stress weight loss. Yeah. 
All right. So what were we doing, Bo? We were talking, we were looking at standings. Just look at like no general direction on the standings. Just looking at the standings and mm-hmm. what do what do you what do you see about the standings or whatever? A couple weeks in, uh, we did the East. Maybe shift over to the West. The Heat. Well, real yeah. real quick on the East. The Heat have the largest point differential at plus seventeen in the East. And the Detroit Pistons have the other end of the spectrum at minus 11. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are minus 5.8 points mm. at 2 and 5. They've also lost three in a row. And in the East, the Charlotte Hornets are averaging the most points at 117.5, and the Detroit Pistons are at 96. The Knicks was surprisingly a Thibodeau team. They are averaging 115 points a game, second in the East. Oh, wow. Is that that Kimba effect? Kimba's been scoring. Julius Randle, too. Yeah, Kimba. Maybe. They got so many guards. Who has more guards, the Knicks or the Bulls? Ooh. (laughs) Isn't it weird that the Knicks went from having, like, 10 power forwards to 10 guards? Yes. Very strange. Within the course of, like, a season. So weird. So weird. Thibodeau was like, oh, this memo was buried. There it is. Don't. It's guard heavy league now. Okay. We'll get some guards. What are the Celtics doing? Let's get Leon Rose on the phone. Leon, it's Tom. What are the hey, Bulls let's, doing? Let's do what the Bulls are doing. Listen. Yeah. So you can't get me Jimmy. Noah's retired. We got Derek. That's good. Okay. Uh, Who am I missing here? Luol, yeah, he won't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Porter's still playing. <laughs> oh, he won a championship. He's not coming anywhere near me. Okay. Who else we got? Get me that little punk Brad Stevens on the phone. <laughs> what are you doing with your roster? Hey, Brad, it's Tom. What are you doing? You don't want to talk to me? Okay. Yeah, he's not taking my call, Leon. <laughs> when you were... <laughs> Brad Stevens used to fetch my Sambuca. <laughs> All right, rookie, go get me a chili dog. <laughs> All right, so shift gears over to the West. Anything surprising to you, Bo? It's surprising that the Utah Jazz are winning their games. Or their their point differential is plus 12.9. 12.9's a lot. That's strong. Five and one. You know, I don't have the, the Utah's games in front of me. Like, did they win a game by like a thousand? They probably did. Let me see. No, they're winning by like 10 and 15. And mm-hmm. yeah, so like that's. They're just crushing. Yeah. But then they lost to the Bulls. Ah, they matched the Rockets by 31. Oh, fair enough. So, yeah, that jumps at a small six games, whatever. Yeah, that, I'm sure that helped their point differential. I'm surprised that the Timberwolves are over 500 starting out. Yeah. Suns are below 500. Clippers are one and four. And they're on their way to losing tonight to Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of the stuff, I mean, the Thunder, 
Pelicans, Rockets, that's pretty much assumed right where it is. I mean, Phoenix and Portland's a little surprising, but it's early in the season. You don't you don't want to read too much into it, but right. Yeah, I mean, the West is just what do you got? You got two teams that are five and one. Everybody else is still really close to like five hundred. And then you have like these four teams that have one win at the bottom. Clippers, unexpected, I think, to be this bad. Starting out. Kings are hanging in there, three and three. Right in a mix of things with the Grizzlies. Not as many shocking developments in the West as there are in the East. But uh, we'll take another look at it in a couple more weeks. See if any of this holds or if things change, you know? Things will change. Yeah. All right. Let's move it on. Let's get to... uh, Lowered expectations. The Bulls are doing well. They're six and one with lowered expectations. Nobody has ex- expectations for them. We didn't really. I mean, shit. Last year, Bo, uh, Brian, you were saying that the Bulls were going to blow it up, <laughs> and now they're six and one with this like thrown, kind of thrown together team. I mean. I, did they did they blow it up or did they did they get better? I mean, they made some moves. They didn't blow it up. They didn't blow it up. No, after I mean, you were saying after a lackluster finish last year that they might they might could no I did tear think it that. down. Yeah, I did think that they didn't do that. No, they pieced together this pretty decent team via trades, and they went and they got DeRozan has been good for them the last game they played was the celtics they beat them by 14 the bulls won and DeRozan got 37 points mm-hmm. levine 26 i mean they went they went and got some vets i mean yeah but you you call lonzo ball a veteran i guess at this point in his career i mean he's not you know he's not a rookie yeah it's on his way i suppose yeah, i mean he had 12 points and Four assists. Is this, what, fourth year in the league, I think? Sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, should be, because it's just extended. He's in, this is fourth year in the league, his second overall draft pick. I'd say he's doing exactly what he should be doing, getting better. And so bizarre that New Orleans wanted to get rid of him. That makes zero sense. It made no sense to me. That just You could just, just keep him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. Is there kind of, I mean, was there some kind of schism? Like, was there something between him and Zion? I don't know. Well, it's kind of like the Jimmy Butler Philly thing, maybe, where, like, maybe they're, though Jimmy Butler is a psycho, obviously. Maybe there's some sort of understanding, like, you can, like, okay, we'll be reasonable. You'll be reasonable. We all hate each other, but we won't say that. You know, it'll make you look bad, me look bad. Let's just, just, move on so it could have been something like that because jimmy butler should i mean philly should have kept jimmy butler if they could have yeah i mean you i think everybody in philly (laughs) i think everybody in philly kind of regrets that move that not working out if that's what i think i think Embiid regrets it we don't need to we don't get into philly we're talking about lonzo 
Yeah. So maybe it was, maybe it's more than just not, you know, David Griffin being an idiot. I, it's possible. I don't know how the relationship between him and Zion was, you know, I mean, I heard things that they liked. They, they were like, yeah, yeah let's do this. Okay. Giddy up. I don't know. Lonzo's, obviously, Lonzo's from California. Maybe it's a, Lonzo probably eats a lot of like salads, smoothies <laughs> and stuff. I don't know. It's like, a, it's like a wannabe rapper. <laughs> if I'm looking at his Twitter, it's all just like rap videos. Lonzo's is? I've never even looked at it. <laughs> Trust him and stay humble. So him is his dad? <laughs> oh, look at this. There's some booties on this. Yeah, that's some rap videos. Yeah, why does I mean why does New Orleans hate good to average point guards? <laughs> Chris well, Paul, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah Drew I don't know Holiday. Why, it doesn't make any sense. You just you yeah. just sign Lonzo to the extension because you have his his rookie rights or bird rights or whatever the hell it is, and then you trade him for something like trade him for Buddy Heald. Oh wait, they had Buddy Heald New Orleans. <laughs> I don't see him writing like a bunch of dumbass shit, really. On Twitter, I think he's smarter than that. No, he's definitely not. It's, it, he's just like posting rap videos, which is totally fine. Yeah, posting Leangelo's stats. Yeah, no, his Twitter's completely harmless and probably calculated. Yeah, a little bit, but he like he wants everybody to know he's got like an edge. He's not just this kid or whatever. He's not just his dad's kid. I think he wants to like he wants to be seen as like an edgy guy. <laughs> I don't know if he is or isn't. I, I guess he is. I don't know. <laughs> I just keep I keep remembering him when he was young, mm-hmm. and he's just this like little <laughs> little clean cut kid. It's just like I just want to play basketball. Yeah, I saw man. I saw him play at the forum in college. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you close when Kentucky played UCLA? And, uh, I mean, De'Aaron Fox just completely ate his lunch. You know, it was, it, I mean, remember it was like the Lonzo show mm-hmm. in college. And I went with my dad and my brother and we went, <laughs> we are like, uh, De'Aaron Fox is way better. <laughs> yeah. He was back then. Mm-hmm. He still is, right? Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, I think yeah, so. Maybe, go yeah. For it. Yeah. Probably. The Bulls have DeRozan. Uh, they've got Javante Green, who was buried on the bench in Boston for a couple years. Vooch, who was traded from Orlando. Mm-hmm. Lonzo. It's kind of, it's almost like the Island of Misfit Toys or something. Yeah, definitely. Like, like they threw these guys together, and, and I think they, maybe they're all like, Billy Donovan. Hey, man, nobody else wanted us. Screw it. And you know, Billy Donovan never wanted like a rebuild. Yeah. He's not that coach. He was, he's a win now coach. Mm-hmm. So they went and they got him some players. Who knows? He might have had some input there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking looking at the stats of this this Chicago Boston game. Uh-huh. I mean, if you're telling me you're getting twenty out of Tatum, twenty out of Horford, mm-hmm. Marcus Smart had sixteen, Jalen Brown had twenty six. Nothing. I mean, nothing from their bench. That's nothing from their bench except for Schroeder had thirteen, mm-hmm. five assists. Yeah. But I mean, if you told me that all those guys were scoring in double digits, 
I'd go, all right, well, the Celtics are, they won, right? I love that Hearn and Gomez got one minute. Game. <laughs> and all those Boston fans were so excited that he was coming. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Grant Williams with the zero points in 12 minutes. Hmm. I'm not so sure. I'm not just not so sure about him. I don't buy it. <laughs> you got to win me over. I'm not just yeah. going to like you because you went to UT. Right. I mean, if you, I think if you put, I think if DJ Steffens had gotten 12 minutes, he would have scored a bucket. <laughs> he would have at least gotten to the, gotten to the line, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He would have gotten something going. What do you think, Bo? Yeah. What Brian said. I am. Yeah. Okay. What's up with the Wolves? They split a pair with the Pelicans. They beat the Bucks in Milwaukee, which is the first time they've done that since Giannis's rookie year. Oh. So that's kind of a big deal. Definitely. Lost a close one to the Nuggets. And then they lost by 18 at home tonight to the Magic. So Ouch. But what can you tell me about uh what can you tell me about Jared Vanderbilt? Well, he's a player that uh, you picked up on the waiver wire in our fantasy basketball league. I did. <laughs> he has been starting. Did he start tonight? Yes. And what did he do? Uh Finch says that he kind of offers some def- defensive versatility. Oh. Maybe a Josh Akogi what they wanted out of Josh Akogi he's offering. They like him. He's a Kentucky boy. Yeah. So he's got like that good pedigree, right? Yeah. Calipari guy. I guess. <laughs> well, so was Carl Anthony Towns. Did they play together there? No. This is his second season in the league, isn't it? Oh. He got 10 and 8 tonight. Mm-hmm. He, he appears to hit his free throws. No, they did not play together. Yeah. So he got 10 points and Okogi got zero. I think they're comfortable They're comfortable starting him at this point and giving him a decent amount of minutes. So D'Angelo played 17 minutes tonight? And he sprained his ankle and oh. did not return in the second half. Oh. Yeah, it's not good. And they lost. Hmm. Maybe Jared Vanderbilt can get some, uh, get some assists for me. <laughs> None tonight. Nope. I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. He was minus 10 tonight, though. That though, Cat was minus 24. D'Angelo was plus 15. Oh, we, don't oh. Have, we don't have plus minus stats in our fantasy league. So. Bo, I'm playing you this week in fantasy basketball. Yeah, my team is just garbage. So I'm down 08 to you at this point. And you're actually at 17th place out of 20. Yeah, it's week two. Yeah. And I got screwed last week on a Sunday. I had one player going up against like four <laughs> players on a Sunday. Last day of the week, you can't. What a game from Cole Anthony tonight. I know. He was on our waiver wire in that 20-team league. Yeah, he was. I was going to pick him up, but I've got 10,000 point guards. Mm-hmm. 31 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Yeah. Sheesh. Six nice job. Threes, six threes. He's been better than Miles Turner this year. 
Miles Turner. I don't know what the fuck. There's something going on in Indiana. Something. Rick Carlisle. I don't know. <clears throat> if you'll recall. What? <laughs> He's not that good? Is on that an, what you said? On an earlier podcast. <laughs> I, I love him. mentioned the possibility that uh, he doesn't play well with Sabonis. Yeah. You, you've mentioned that. I just haven't seen it. I guess I'm seeing it. Yeah, it's, it appears that um, Indiana's better when they stagger those guys. It's weird. You'd think it'd be like Zebo and Mark or something where they <laughs> complement each other. And they both can shoot the three. It's just so mm-hmm. bizarre to me. I don't understand it. We need to watch an Indiana game. Maybe that'll be this week. I want to watch an Indiana game. You guys probably don't give a shit. No, I want to see what Carlisle's up to. I think there's something going on there. I want to watch a game. Anyway, so anything else on the Wolves? They're kind of up and down more or less, and we'll uh, see what happens with D'Angelo's ankle. Mm -hmm. I think if he's out, either they get better or they get a lot worse. Well, either way, they're missing a lot of money. Yes. cap, Cap space cash. Well, it's hard to get players in Minnesota. Yeah. So it might not be anywhere else. No, it could just be a deeper roster. Could... What are yeah. we watching? A fucking rec league game here? <laughs> it's a oh, it's the, it's the kids playing basketball. The kids playing basketball at halftime. It's a bunch of, yeah, like, Look like, uh, like middle school kids maybe. Mm, and they're all playing basketball with masks on. I'd say they're like 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds. Those kids are pre-bubescent. This is like fifth graders, don't you think? Yeah. Fourth and fifth graders. That kid's got some necklaces on. Yeah, Forty got a chain on, and he's, <laughs> he just got he stripped. Is, he's not passing the ball. <laughs> he's got a chain on. He is not passing. <laughs> oh, that kid just blocked the shit out of that young lady and he jammed his finger into the ball <laughs> now he's crying <laughs> <laughs> this is great hold on we just got to watch this game bo are you, do you have this uh stream on uh i can get it going you got you're using your oh, come on pass. catch that pass <laughs> Went right out of bounds yeah you got the league pass up i have to find the uh Oh, I love when the kids get the ball, their heads just go straight down. <laughs> right at the ball. <laughs> oh, this kid's yeah, directing it's, traffic. It's like me. <laughs> yeah. Except they're dribbling with one hand. Most of them. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this kid, number one, he's got some game. Watch him. Watch number one. Oh, shit, a three? Well short. And Laddie just came out on the court for some reason. Yeah, coach, coach is pulling his mask down <laughs> to he's bark yelling. orders at these kids. Because he's screaming relentlessly at these children. This this kid, this kid is hunched over, pounding. The ball yeah, the love, that's the one. The tall kid, fifty, <laughs> bends over at the waist. Yeah, he's just great. pounding that ball on the floor. Give it to number one. Oh yeah, yeah, get up. <laughs> just running with no purpose. Uh-oh. Oh, she got fouled. Oh. It's only 60 seconds left, coach. Let's just give somebody a ball. 
What do we got to do an inbounds play? He's doing a jump ball. Oh, boy. Look how tall that kid is. He looks like a middle schooler. <laughs> okay, well, he's huge. a ringer. <laughs> Check that kid's birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, he's so much taller. <laughs> he's a whole head length taller than everyone. <laughs> he looks like fucking ball oh, ball out there. Jammed his finger. <laughs> Another jam finger in the game. <laughs> got ball ball a nice out. entry pass. Look at Zebo on the block. Oh, this oh. kid's got some speed. Oh, it's a travel, dude. Number 50. That one kid's like, that was a travel. Stop the game. <laughs> oh, you guys are way ahead of me. Whoa. <laughs> Dang, the kid can't hold on to the ball. Walter Goggins is the coach. <laughs> oh, Drano. We got a score. What is this, stoppage time? Uh, that was fun. Anyway, so Clippers, where were we? Clippers halftime. Book your group today. Bo, were you done with the Wolves? I think so. Uh, <laughs> well, I got something quick on the Spurs. Shoot. Oh, yeah. You got a team. You want me to go? My lowered expectation team is the Spurs. In the USA Today, the Spurs were named the least watchable team in the NBA. <laughs> All 30 teams. ESPN Zach Lowe also ranked the Spurs pretty low at 27th on his watchability list. And that is lowered expectations with the Spurs this week. They're not winning games. The expectations are low and they are meeting low expectations thus far. Moving on to the pick game. <laughs> you guys remember what it was? Mm -hmm. It was the Miami Heat at the Memphis Grizzlies Saturday night. Yep. Did we all watch the game? Bo said yes. he watched like uh, 35 seconds of it. Not true. I watched it. You watched the whole thing? I was I was joking. I did not fall asleep during it. I watched watched it. Yeah. Oh, good. Brian, are you zero for two on pick games? I am. Um, I have a good reason. Get out. <laughs> I have a good reason. Um, I didn't think I was going to be here tonight. So. Oh yeah, you just blew it off. So yeah, like, and I'm not, uh, and I listened to the end of the game. We, my wife and I, went to a movie Saturday night. That's cool. And I got in the car after the movie. What'd you see? Uh, we saw the French Dispatch. Never mind. So, uh, what'd you do after the? You got in the car and listened to a little bit of it. No, so, I was like, "This is awful." Yeah, <laughs> I'm missing anything. Spoiler alert! Not a great game. Welcome to the excitement of the NBA. <laughs> it's fantastic. We're sometimes games just. Don't go the way you think they might. This game to me was the experience of Miami versus the lack thereof in Memphis. The Heat are the number one team in defensive rating. Memphis, number 29. Mm. Almost dead last. So you can imagine how that turned out. Good defense team versus a 
terrible defensive team. Mm-hmm. And not only a terrible defensive team, but a young team that doesn't always make the right choices. <laughs> doesn't always do things the way you would imagine they should be done. It's like what the Spurs used to do. If you played against the Spurs and you made a mistake, they made you pay. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how this game went, in my opinion. Bo, get us started. What did you think? The Grizzlies just kind of came out flat. Mm-hmm. Miami looked dialed in. Like, let's do this. Let's let's win this game. Mm-hmm. And Grizz, they just did not seem like they wanted it as bad as the Heat did. And the heat kind of ran, ran, ran off in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. A little bit. It's interesting you say that the heat came out looking ready and let's win this game. That's got to be preparation. That's a veteran team knowing how to prepare and come in ready. And got to give Spolstra, Eric Spolstra, the heat coach, got to give him credit for that. So had his team prepared, had his team ready. Well, what was that Udonis Haslam quote that came out this week? Not sure. I said Haslam on the Miami Heat bubble run being called a fluke. Don't mm. get mad at me because your favorite team and favorite player was a mental midget in the bubble trying to fry chicken and have pool parties and shit. We ain't here for that. And our fault these motherfuckers was soft. Why discredit us? <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I can think about when, at that game. It's just like let's 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 do this, boys. We yeah. got this. Let's We're tougher. Business. We got this. Yeah, let's handle business. And yeah, I mean, I was, Jimmy Butler was buying buying driveway basketball rims for the entire team, right? Get shots up. Yeah, y'all ain't, right. y'all ain't practicing in quarantine. Wait. What's wrong with you guys? What Wait. are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I heard, um, not that I like to repeat what I hear on local radio in Memphis, but apparently there was a little baby concert the night before the Grizz game. Uh-uh. There was. Oh, yeah. hell no. And uh, apparently Taylor Jenkins canceled shoot-around Saturday morning because he knew his boys were at the little baby concert. Oh, fuck. And apparently he was livid at the post-game press conference. Yeah. Uh, so my guess is that it goes back to what Udonis Haslam was saying. They weren't prepared. They weren't ready to go. No, they were not. They were there. They were still sweating off little baby need bottle wake, service. They hadn't waken up yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, you could. There was definitely Jenkins' frustration throughout the game. But you he, think uh, Jimmy Butler was at little baby? Nah. Yeah, at one point he flipped out on a referee over just like a blown <sighs> blown call. And it was like, dude, he's so mad at that other shit that he's lost his fucking mind on the referee. <laughs> he's so mad at the team. That the first like the next thing that pissed him off, he just flipped out. <laughs> Which I find amusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I would normally never bring up anything I hear. I tr- I try to think of my own stuff. Yeah, well, that's but interesting. That, that is like case in point for this game. I think it's very interesting and uh, relevant. I think considering it's our pick game. I mean, if you could, if you heard 
local radio from any of our pick games and it had a nugget like that i would hope you would share it <laughs> yeah that's crazy i mean i didn't know about all that and you could tell jenkins was mad at the beginning of the game his guys just came out not ready i didn't know about the concert or possibility of guys do they even call like a little baby concert a concert do they call it a show what do they call it i don't where do you play at the forum i think as a concert I think. I don't, I don't know. know. Rap show? No, he played at the uh, Coliseum. <laughs> it was it was a bootleg jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, a little bit, ba- little baby. I don't even know what it. Little baby, that's so amazing. I've never heard it. You listen to that, Brian? There's a no. I'm aware of them. There's a there's a little <laughs> baby and there's a dub baby. Uh huh. And a, a dub baby is like the the problematic one. Oh. That uh, damn little baby's got seventeen and a half million followers on the Instagram. I think little baby played uh, it's crazy. I think he played Memphis Madness two years ago. I think you're right. Like the Tigers, yeah. Midnight Madness. That's at seven, so they call it Memphis Madness. I think he was the guest. Yeah, I think he was the one that came out and like we took my dad, <laughs> and he's just he's like kind of bopping around. You know, <laughs> and at one point he looks over <laughs> me. He has, he goes, I have no idea what's going on right now. It's <laughs> like just, just keep grooving, Dad. It's cool. I don't even think I would want to go to Memphis Madness at this point. Being nah. forty, nah, it's a pep rally. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't go this year. I mean, the basket, the basketball product is not good at those. You know, yeah, it is. It's not, it's not for us. No. It's not for. For the forty-year-old dudes, yeah. For the students, yeah. Students and the recruits, and yeah, you know, and the players. Yeah, it's a party. It's an introduction. Yeah, that's how Penny described it. An introduction. It's a showcase. Well, anyway, back to the uh, little baby pick game. Putting your prize dolls on show. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jeff, do you have a do you have a beer? I got these uh, Centennial IPAs. Can I have Can oh, I have one or man, they only are... for people who watch the pick game? Centennials are for contributors. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a pick game stat. Your O of two for pick games? Is that your stat? That was your stat. Oh. Thought maybe you just didn't hear me. No. What's the stat? I'm always listening. <laughs> uh, Miami Heat were 21 of 37 from three for a percentage of 56.8%. Oh. 21 of 37. The Grizzlies were 16 of 50. Oh. I have in my notes, where is it? So many missed Grizz threes. And that was just a feeling I had from watching. I didn't even look at the stats because I just was so, like, bummed out. I didn't look at any stats. Uh, it's just a feeling that I got from watching the game. So many missed threes. Jaron's shot was not dropping. He was 0 of 8. 16 of 50. They checked up 50 threes. 50 just threes. A lot of that some just like, let's try to come back. Yeah. Because they were down 20 mm-hmm. the whole fucking game, it felt like. I mean, they had their runs, but they were down almost the whole game. They were just like trying to make runs, threes. Like, you know, it's okay to chip away at the game with twos. You don't have to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. 
There's not a fucking 25-point shot. You got to. Dan Cortez is not walking through that door. That's right. <laughs> Marky Mark. Sean McDermott, is he still, did he get waived from the Grizzlies? Yeah, I think so. I think so. He's he got waived, yeah, because they got, uh, they, he's the one they that kept like uh, Sam Merrill, who was Merrill. one of six. Yeah, that's the one everybody thought was going to get waived, but he ended up not. Sean McDermott was the one that looked kind of looked like Marky Mark from Rock and Jock Basketball. Anyway. <laughs> where did, uh, where did Sean McDermott, end up is he playing for anybody g league i would assume or did he go overseas oh he's he is currently a memphis hustle player oh, okay they just sent him down then all right yeah he's gonna be in the hustle he's gonna be on the hustle this year okay all right okay okay so Bo, what else yep. come on what'd you see in the game i i really all i saw was heat were Hitting shots, Grizz look like going back and thinking about what I saw. They were not ready. They were tired. Yeah, that's really that. That's really they just did not have that extra gear. And Jimmy Butler looked awesome. Mm-hmm. And the Heat did not have Bam. Uh huh. Right. I really like the game. Just kind of got out of hand, and there really wasn't much to take from it. Unfortunately for a pick game, that's terrible analysis, but I think it's the right one. Well, one thing that's interesting about Miami is they're the best in the league against opposing teams scoring in the paint. What does Memphis love to do? Get in the paint. Yeah. So that's part of it. A lot of zone defense keeping us out of the paint. Uh, If John Morant went to the hole, four guys collapse on him the whole game. It's amazing that John Morant scored at all. Miami doesn't. And that Bam wasn't there, too, in addition to that. Again, repeating myself. Dwayne Dedman played a lot, yeah. But Miami can go small. I think Kyle Lowry is an upgrade from Dragic. It seemed pretty apparent in this game. Like, Lowry's a force. Absolutely. Still is. Mm -hmm. Miami doesn't allow second-chance points. They're number one in the league at the lowest point total per game at second chance points. Miami does a lot of things great on defense. And I heard the guys on the call, Pete and Brevin, talking about this is a Miami team that's built for a seven-game series. They're just a veteran, tough, defensive team. Grizzlies won the tip. They won the tip off. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Miami went up like 20 after 15 minutes of playing time. Hot shooting and tough defense. After Miami went up 20, they, it looked like that was about the time where Jenkins got really fired up, really pissed off. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? We're down 20 at home. Memphis got the lead down to 10. They started hustling. They started playing harder. You could tell everybody was playing harder. Jaron started getting more aggressive inside but still not able to really out hustle those defensive uh heat players miami's defense was just so solid i can't say it enough the whole game it was just clear it was too too obvious in the game 
the Grizzlies weren't uh, they weren't ready. It's just a story of a terrible defense <laughs> playing a great defense. <laughs> That's all it was. Uh, I don't know why watching Stephen Adams play basketball makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> I watch he's him. He's a funny dude, man. And I just start giggling. <laughs> like some of the stuff he does on the court. Some of the way he moves around the court and positions himself. <laughs> he looks too big and he's like trying to dance around guys yeah, and get in position, yeah. but his footwork's not that great. <laughs> I noticed I noticed that tonight sitting down low, he does not look like a natural basketball player at all. Dude, he it doesn't look like he belongs out there at all. <laughs> but he's just tall. <laughs> so he's there. Yeah. He's tall, he's big. <laughs> he's so funny. Doesn't seem like super coordinated, but he's like played basketball long enough to where he can make it look like he knows what he's doing out there. <laughs> but he's just kind of winging it. He's like a, a weightlifter, a tall weightlifter that just <laughs> somebody was like, hey, come play in our pickup game. And he's like, all right, mate, I'll give it a try. Pass me the ball. <laughs> It's just something, like, if you really just slow down and watch him, he does some goofy shit. And sometimes he just runs goofy. He's, <laughs> like, hopping almost. Like, like lumbering down bouncing, the court. Like, bouncing and hopping around. Let's see. Halfway through the third, the Grizz are back down 20. Spolstra had his guys ready. They trust him. They know exactly what to do when situations arise they knew exactly what to do against these grizzlies they were prepared they were ready there wasn't anybody like not quite sure what to do and at any time in that game it seemed like for miami i i, I give a lot of what the heat do and a lot of the heat culture i give a lot of that to coaching man eric spolstra he's the guy he's the man so it's getting later in the game, right? And we're kind of hunting here at seven by the fourth quarter. Where is he? Is he going to come out and play? Or are we going to see this guy? He played three minutes mm -hmm. in a blowout. Where's he from? Uzbekistan? That's where he was born. Tashkent, Uzbekistan. I think we just I think we just say he's from he's from Georgetown. Yeah, he went to Georgetown. Yeah. Right. Right. He looks like he's like uh like Pakistani or something. Or maybe he's from India. Yeah, well, because it's 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 Omer, right? Yeah. But he's from where'd you say he was where where was he before he was at Georgetown? <laughs> uh North Carolina State. <laughs> no, before that. <laughs> uh played at Fin he played for Finland and Greece. It's got Turkish parents. Oh, okay. Tashkent, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Yeah. In three minutes, he had two points, mm -hmm. two rebounds, 14 rebounds, <laughs> one turnover. Yeah. Two Jägermeisters. Two, two minutes. Two Jaegers. Three cheeseburgers. <laughs> a bong rip. 
yeah, we didn't get enough time. He checked in with three minutes and 30 seconds left. Miami was up 27. It was over. He had almost an identical oh. line to old is Udonis he? Haslam. He's only 23, so who knows? Yeah, Udonis Haslam <laughs> checked in for the first time this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, he's he, Haslam's not a coach yet? Did I miss something? It's, dude, it's, it's mind-blowing to me that he's still a player. I just assumed like two years ago he was he's he was a coach there. He's still on the roster. Uh, he played a little. He scored. He's old enough to be John Morant's dad. <laughs> I saw John Morant like kind of like give him a side hug after the game, and I was like, "Yeah, he's hugging him like he's dad." <laughs> he didn't give him like the, you know, the signature handshake <laughs> shit or anything. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> pops. <laughs> uh, John's dad is the most popular person at Grizzlies game. No shit. <laughs> John Moran's why? dad, his real dad. Well, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is T so popular? He just he people love him, man. Because he comes through the buffet and everybody's like, "Hey!" <laughs> he goes to every game. Yeah. He sits courtside every game. He's up yelling, mm-hmm. screaming, chest bumping, Jaron. He's just very involved, I think. And uh, he's a, he's like a younger guy. He's like in his forties, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he's always he's always got the drip. He's still uh, he's still. Living out his young life, he's very popular. People like him. I guess he's Team approachable. Team probably only twenty two though. <laughs> I, th- I guess he's like very approachable and John Morant's dad. He seems like a pretty John Morant. Yeah, he seems like a pretty laid back, approachable guy. I mean, I don't, yeah. you know. Um, I've been to a couple of these games with Mike where I've got to sit on the court and like it, everybody's just talking. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to go up and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" No, nah. I mean, he's not Zemo, yeah, but. If he comes um, and talks to me, I'll talk to yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> but my understanding of like the Memphis market though is you have a guy like Zebo or Brevin or even like John Morant or T Morant. Like people leave those guys alone. Like for the most like they don't bug them. Yeah. They those guys are comfortable to be here. But people sitting around T like they want to like they're constantly Yeah, getting, but he wants to be in that. With him. Yeah, he, 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 wants he that. wants that. Yeah. Is what I understand. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, when he gets fired up, he he gets fired up during the games. Yeah. So he he's like he's involved with the other guys, you know, high fiving the other guys and gals around him. So, <laughs> so what's the story of the game? The story of the game was uh, vets versus rooks. What are you laughing at? Bo just sent a picture of Udonis Haslam. It's from his basketball reference page. Yes. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> it looks like it looks like when you like a filter. Yeah. Yeah. Like the aging like an filter. old man filter. Yeah. Yeah, it does. He looks like Greg Old Odin. <laughs> Actually, he probably looks better than Greg Odin. <laughs> Here, Bo. Send you something. <laughs> Who looks better, Greg Oden or Udonis Haslam? Uh, <laughs> who's who's playing who for Halloween? <laughs> it's me, Udonis Haslam. I'm Greg Oden. <laughs> <laughs>
looking at these old pictures of Craig Odin, he never fucking smiled. Not once in his life. Every picture of Craig Odin when he's younger, he's emotionless. Like he probably smiled at the draft and then never smiled again until he stopped playing basketball. Yeah. Do you know the story with him? After he got injured and like why he kind of disappeared? Yeah, it was like battling depression, right? Depression and like really got into alcohol. Mm-hmm. He's like he's a, boozing, yeah. Boozing hard. He's like, yeah, it gets to a point where you like booze to forget, you booze to celebrate, and then it turns you turn around and you're just boozing all the time. Mm-hmm. He Work did out. have that. If you look at his basketball reference, he had that one season where he started out like a house of fire, then he got hurt again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just he always seemed like a guy to me who got, but like basketball wasn't his passion, you know? Maybe. He's just seven feet tall. I mean, you would think, like, dude, him and Brandon Roy, they should have. That should have been two guys who could contend for a long time. I mean, Greg Oden's still only 33, so you're right. Could still be playing. Yeah, Brandon Roy's 37. Oh, he'd be done. Well, he was a four-year college guy. Oden was a one-year. But, yeah, they could have played together for a long time. Or at least been in the league. Odin, after he played for Miami for that one last year, he went to, uh, looks like China. Played in China. Huh. Southern Division. The Dragons. Last stop, China. That's just about all I got on the pick game. Bo, you got anything you want to add on the way out or... Anything you guys want to talk about? Uh, Brian, anything we missed about uh, the Grizz game tonight? Anything we need to know that happened? Um, I just asked like four questions. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of you kind of threw me for a loop there. I do that a lot. Um, you know, you mentioned <laughs> when you got to sit down low in Mike's seats, which by the way, shout out <laughs> Mike. Yes. Anytime. Anytime you want to take somebody to a game let any of us know <laughs> we're going with you uh you talked about watching kyle anderson and watching him like communicate uh-huh. and kind of lead the defense oh yeah um i joked about it in our group text but but jaron has been doing some talking on defense yeah and uh he got in some foul trouble tonight kyle anderson ended up playing some of his minutes mm-hmm which was probably a uh, good thing. Probably, I mean, if you're somebody who watches every Grizzlies game, you might you might think that, you know. Yeah, like uh, addition by subtraction. Maybe they closed the game out and they won. They did. Kyle Anderson's no uh, no softy. Sure, Kyle Anderson's a good player, man. We've been saying it. We've noticed it. We've known it for a long time, Bo. I know you love that guy. I do love slow-mo and that hit she's got. Those threes he hit in that Miami game are awesome. Yeah, right? Yeah, he was playing Dude. great. Slow-mo's so fun to watch. He's just unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if... I'm starting to wonder if Kyle doesn't like the nickname slow-mo, if it's starting to... I don't know if it's starting to bother him, but one of the guys in the front row who... Uh, Never got told to wear a mask once. Um, 
was like <laughs> was like Kyle was inbounding the ball on the sideline. He's like slow mo, go slow mo, and Kyle kind of looked over at him and like rolled his eyes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if I'm courtside, I just call him Kyle and and. You got this, Kyle. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Brian, next uh, we got to go to that game Wednesday night. <laughs> we got to find some tickets. Look, right, Wednesday call night. Call Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. So this guy, a friend of ours last week sat right behind the Grizzlies bench, and he's like, dude, you got to sit here. You can hear everything. Mm-hmm. Like, So I looked. I asked him. I was like, what section and, like, what, uh, uh, what row are you in? He tells me what row, and I'm like, I'm kind of – go on StubHub and I'm looking and I'm like, okay, those t- those seats I think are available for every fucking Grizz game. Somebody bought those season tickets and listed oh. them for every game. They are listed on StubHub every game. So I think like uh, the Nuggets game is coming up. They're not sold yet. The price is pretty fucking low in comparison. Normally they're over 200 bucks a ticket on there but these nuggets ones are down to like 150 hmm. for wednesday the lakers tickets i looked up he, he's asking 1200 a piece oh sure it's like row c right behind the bench but i think the next grizzlies game i go to uh, i think i'm gonna try to get those seats we gotta sit behind that bench yeah man i don't know i don't know for wednesday yeah my schedule is pretty heavy yeah, are you working that night? Uh, I'm off Wednesday. Wednesday is my one day off uh, this week. Yeah, um, that's probably not going to work. I mean, I would like to go to the game that night, but I gotta, I gotta spend some time at home with the wife. You know, <laughs> yeah, relatable. Like on the day off, I can't go somewhere with and do without something her. without her. Yeah, yeah, I probably wouldn't go over. Too like well. I, I came home from the game tonight and I was like, I'm gonna zip over and uh, hang yeah. out with Jeff and Pat. In the studio, and uh, she's like, "Really? It's it's like it's ten o'clock, and you're home." Yeah, I was like, "I, I mean, I, I didn't expect to be home this early. I wasn't really thinking about the time, you know." Yeah, I'm gonna go over there. Yeah, you're still wound and, uh, up from the game, anyway. Yeah, I mean, she was fine with it, but she was like, "She's like, I just think it's weird that you came home uh-huh. and like came. I, mean, I went in the house to, like wash my hands. You know, I'd been at the game and like I used a hand sanitizer a couple times, but someone come and wash my hands and grab a beer and." head over but i ain't allowed to leave again i mean to get her point she's like you're already home yeah why don't you stay home mm-hmm. well that was, like, I was like i was like i wanted to hang out with jeff and pat <laughs> shout out pat shout out pat flake and she we'll say jen really enjoys the uh the music you've been working on oh yeah yeah that's cool yeah tonight's was nice um, it was scary. It's cool because it means <laughs> it's cool because it means she listens to the podcast, which I <laughs> had no idea. I thought she stopped that. Thanks, many many episodes ago. Thanks for listening, Jen. <laughs> My favorite is when Kate so mentions out. it around people oh. here, and they say you have a podcast. I say yeah, I got a podcast. Uh, How no many episodes deal. have you done? Eighty four. Six hundred and eighty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it for 10 years. <laughs> I don't tell anybody. It's a secret podcast. <laughs> no, I ain't got a pocket. Yeah, I got a po- No, yeah. I mean, yeah, I got one. I don't really care about it. 
So but yeah, let's like, let's do a game. Let's but, do a game at some point, but Wednesday might be tough. Yeah, no, it's cool. It can wait like months if it has to. But we got to get those seats. That's yeah. my point. Also, I'm glad you came over tonight. Yeah, man. Because me and Bo were just staring at each other, talking about the standings. <laughs> we were staring at each other, talking about the standings, and I was like, <sighs> at this point, we're just blurting out names of characters in succession. <laughs> No, did you get to watch it yet? Did you watch it today when you left work? No. Oh, my God. no, dude. I fucking was busy. Oh, prepping the podcast. That's right. I've been, I got caught up making a bunch of music afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched a couple basketball games tonight. I've watched four basketball games today. Pretty good. Better than me. Luke Kennard. Shut them haters up. Terrence Mann. Who who wants to win on this Clippers team? Who wants to win? Batum. Oh, how are they going to come back and win? I mean, like who who on the who's the They're gamer? Down. Who's the gamer on the Clippers? They're down eight uh, with Tyloo. Tyloo. They're down eight oh, with ten minutes. Luke Kennard. Giddy just airballed a three. Is that right? I'm gonna look at Luke Kennard. Drano. I'm gonna look at his top shots right now. See what they're doing. Kennard. Yeah. Probably not much. You got, gets, the, you got he, that Zebo, dude. He gets shit on. That so Zebo is a good one. Yeah, I got that. I got a, like a number sixty Zebo for like forty bucks. Out of out of like somebody was dumping it, and I fucking was right there. Out of how many? Like twenty thousand. That's cool. Yeah. For those of you who hate Luke Kennard, he's a Duke player. Twelfth overall draft pick. He's only been on the Clippers for last year and this year. Oh, but he's got one three. top shot. Yeah, the first edition one or whatever. His top shot debut. It's series yeah. two. Uh huh. I'm gonna look at this. I'm gonna buy one. Clippers just hit back to back threes. It is now 74-72. Is there? What's the uh, highest? Or uh, sorry, the, the lowest top sales. Oh, okay. The lowest serial number, like around a hundred bucks. What number is it? I'm looking. Hold on. Actually, number 13 is 125. 13? Uh-huh. Anything under 100? <laughs> I don't need 13. He's number five. That's his jersey number. Number's five. I don't need 13. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, top 50 would be fine. All right. 100 bucks is 27. Number 27. And 28 is 96. Let's see. Number 55, 75. Just trying to think. 59 is 60 bucks. I'd buy that. I speculate on that. I think he's going to be a good player for a long time. Kids just they like a him? gym rat, dude. Ooh, number 95 is 40 bucks. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And nobody's buying it because people don't believe in him. I mean, he, gets, he gets so much shit because he has this big contract. And people have these unreasonable expectations about him i think he should be doing more but i think he's a gamer all i see is pure jump shooting let's do the daryl Morey experiment with luke Kennard. like daryl Morey uh, exercise black player comparison huh yeah let me think he's lefty he's got a little james harden in him uh, he doesn't do all this stuff James Harden does. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, let me 
would think. He's not as locked down. He's not as two-way as Clay Thompson. He's not nearly as good either. All right, you guys named James Harden and Clay Thompson. Can we bring this back down <laughs> to earth a little bit? <laughs> Trying to. Is he like... Well, it's it's tough to compare... Danny like, Green, maybe? Yeah, without the defense. It's probably tough to make a comparison to someone that's a pure three-point shooter to a different era. Because mm-hmm. Larry Hughes. <laughs> maybe. Oh, he was more of a lockdown type guy, but yeah. Oh, what's the... What's the average NBA? Who's the guy that LeBron dragged like all across the country? J.R. Smith, James Jones. Oh, yeah, James Jones, the uh, Suns uh, general manager. Yeah, it could be like a James Jones. That's a good one, actually. He just reminds me of every college player that I've ever seen play in person that just has like an awesome fucking stroke, just a pure shoot shooter. That's what Luke Kennard reminds you know, me like of. Like J.J. Redick or... Uh, Not J.J. Just bigger than J.J. He's like 6'6". Six, six. This reminds me of just a... Just a gym rat, like, fucking pure shooter. Who is the Brigham Young guy? Just a jock. Like a Ryan Anderson. But I didn't want to say Ryan Anderson because he's a white guy. Yeah, well, I'm just... Who, huh? Who what? Jimmer. He <laughs> doesn't remind me of Also Jimmer. white. Yeah, he doesn't remind me of Jimmer. We have like Grant Hill, but not like the dunking Bonzi Wells or something. Grayson <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Grayson Allen. I mean, very much like Grayson Allen. But sorry, sorry, Daryl Morey, if you're listening. We're fucking I'm messing this whole thing up. Failing. Maybe oh, I got one. Maybe like a Chris Middleton. Dude, Paul Paul George just dribbled the ball into the ground for. 25 seconds and turn it over. Who? Paul George. <laughs> Paul George was in takeover mode and was just dribbling the ball with three defenders on him, trying to get out of it. Yikes. Turn the ball over. Is that because he doesn't trust his teammates? No, it's, he's, it was PG time. Oh. He's like, I got to take over. I'm Paul George. All right, let's pick a game for next week and get the hell out of here. Let me just pull up the Grizzlies schedule and we'll pick a game. Week three. There's only one game I want to watch. Knicks Pacers. Yep. Rate it. One to five. Ooh. I say that's a fiver. Five stars. We haven't done neither of them teams. I'm a five-star man. And this is... Randall versus Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what Rick Carlisle and, and I could do some Tom Thibodeau impersonations. That's the, what I'm talking about. The only thing that would be better if it was Bulls Knicks, but they don't play this week. Yeah. Because there was just a, be a guard off. There's a. We're guards. Guard, we're guards. There's a Friday Pacers Blazers game. What it got me on camera eating my nachos. What? There's a Friday Pacers Blazers game, but I like Knicks Pacers better. Yeah. There's just a lot to like there. You said it was Portland? Yeah. To Wednesday night, we're both off work. So you're saying that you could hang out with Jeff and watch the game, but not go to the Grizzlies game? 
No, he's not going to hang out. He's just going to watch it at home, probably with his wife or something. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kidding. But, but I mean, it's a, but we're both off work. So true, though. Six o'clock game. I'll just come over Central. and hang out with you and your wife. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> we'll probably be cooking dinner. You guys making those wings? Maybe. <laughs> Let me run it by the wife. You guys just enjoy your alone time. <laughs> I really want to watch the heat. I was looking at the heat schedule, and every heat game looks really fun. But you we wanna, just did a heat you game. You want to watch them again? I do, because now I'm like in, interested in them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what are they doing against teams that didn't go to Little Baby? <laughs> <laughs> what did they? What do they? How did they play against a team that went to a Morgan Wallen concert <laughs> the night before? A team that had movie night. A Julian Baker concert. (laughs) What about a a team that just had like a nice movie night? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Any other suggestions for pick games? It's going to be hard to beat five stars. I love that one. Five star, man. I looked through them and there was Saturday Atlanta at Phoenix, but we already did a Phoenix game. So not super high on doing the same team two out of three weeks mm-hmm. so fuck it nick said indiana pick game has been decided it's wednesday night anything else before we go uh, i got i'm supposed to vote tomorrow on the mayor and on rent control oh how are you voting i think i'm gonna vote for the the mayor that's still in place. He, he I, I think he's in the pandemic. Kind of highlighted some stuff that I don't think was fair for him. And he's uh, he grew up in the the uh, all black neighborhood in St. Paul, or like traditionally the black neighborhood. And I feel like they're underrepresented. And he's a smart guy, and he hasn't pissed me off. I think he's probably doing as good of a job as he can can do and we need someone from that neighborhood that is a leader so i I like that and the rent control thing i'm still i I think i'm gonna vote no on it it's a really strict rent control thing isn't rent control good uh i don't think so i think it gets abused and misused i think if you want to and i'm not you know i'm not the the you know, I'm not the. Sounds like you need to think about it some more. I do, but I think there's better ways to to approach rent control versus like having the citizens decide on it. Maybe the politicians that's their job to figure it out, not mine. So you know, I don't know. What what do you guys think? I think rent rent control is important in a city when you have. Like teachers that aren't making a lot of money, and if they get, get you know, like a rent control apartment or something, that's the only way they can survive in some cities, you know. Underpaid. Yeah, I don't think this is underpaid. this is one of those cities though. This is not San Francisco. Underpaid okay. employees can't survive without rent control. Sometimes, you know. Oh, it's a complicated thing, man. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, none of us know the. I don't know. Me and Jeff don't know the details of what's going on yeah up there uh i mean i'm i'm for not necessarily like not strict rent control but like i'm for maybe 
like increases like a like a increases being listed for future like you can't go up this much in this amount of time mm. well um, i think well if i think the market should dictate what the prices are and if if the city feels like there's there's issues then maybe they should address that by building more affordable housing that's I, I don't i you know i think if there's you know if there's a glut of housing then the market should correct itself because the landowners the landlords won't be able to rent everything out and if there's you know if the city feels like there's not enough housing then they they can find a way to build housing i would think I guess I don't know. I don't know the uh, landscape like you do. Yeah, it's totally fucked up that it's on me to decide. Is what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. if, uh, that's what. Don't vote then. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. I, well, the kids are actually home tomorrow. It's a virtual learning day for St. Paul Public Schools, so I probably won't even make it to the. You can skip that chapter of the ballot. That's true too. Right. That is. I, I feel like without without any sort of rent control at all that's how you get like one company owning every house in a city you know i still think they're going to own every house anyway well i mean amazon's going to own every house but it's, it's going to eventually they're going to own everything <laughs> not if tesla has something anything to say about it <laughs> elon musk yeah here he wants to start colleges and stuff the technical institution of Texas and science. Hey man, if he can start skilled labor, he just wants to make the t-shirts though. Yeah. That is, I mean, I'm four more. I'm definitely four more like technical colleges. You know what the, uh, acronym for that college is? I do not. Will you tell me? It's tits. Oh, and he knew it. He had to know. He did it on purpose. Because he's a big dumbass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he made a joke on Twitter about a college. You know, you see all those college acronyms. It's like, you know, suggestive. He's smart because he probably won't even have to pay for the t-shirts. Barstool will probably print them for him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Probably. <laughs> They're already making them. Yeah. That shirt already exists. It's already made. And he's going to get no royalties. And going back to you voting for the incumbent, I, I kind of agree with you, Bo. I mean, if the incumbent isn't pissing me off and is, is doing a, a pretty good job, like they don't have to blow me away. But if I'm like, ah, you know. Yeah. Like, all well, right, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you another jackass. term. You know, maybe not for like the eighth term, but, you know, a second or third term, sure. Yeah, second term. Is, yeah. And again, like I said, like he, he's from a historically overlooked neighborhood in St. Paul that needs a voice. I mean, it typically takes those guys at least one term just to like get their shit together, you know, clean up the other mess. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, if the guy's not heinous, I'm like, all right, give no. him a second term and let's see no. if he can really enact some change, you know? And no, do he's positive. not. I think he actually gives a shit. So, well, that's good. Well then, yeah, you should vote for him. Well, glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Anyway. I'll let you know about the rent, rent control next week. I'll let you know if I'm Will you? a good or bad guy. All right. Well, that'll do it. Thank you, Bo, for being here for the whole episode. 
Thank you, Brian, for being here. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you being here. You yeah. made an extra effort to come here after like having other plans. It's awesome. Thanks a lot. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Go buy some Christmas gifts at houseofhoop.com. It's hoops.com. You motherfuckers. Listen. <laughs> it didn't sound that bad earlier. <laughs> <laughs>